I'm in your brain, gonna change the text of all your planes, making black men a like rain of filth. Don't get on your deck like my name is Wilt. I'ma get dressed up for Gaia's blessing. Jake's enchanted, iridescent, donate illusions full of grandeur. Remember when rebels are and standard? Pre modern, popping all these goblins, discarding lands to mox my diamonds, porting forests, swamps, and islands, accumulating all your knowledge. Decree of justice, slice and dice, wheel and deal some fire ice. Dark writ out, hypnotic specter, reckless ogre, nut collector. Check out all my circle sections, name a color, grants protection, vindicate. Wait for us, will. Make sure it's factory standing still. Withered wretch time, stress to rest. Lenoir, Cephalid, Empress. Lenoir, Els, and Raffalos. JM Day, Tom, Death, Stroke, Choke, Provoke. Merchant, Scroll, Arcane, Denial. Bow for Defiled, Mary's Guile. Psycho, Togmar, Crocodile. Pestilence, Scorching, Messiah. Meditate and frantic search. Missing snake, panic, clouds, gate on earth. Squeeze, embrace, goblin, nabob. Angry mob, Master Cordo, Decapod. Voltaic, Key, Untapped, Colossus. Karns, unlike a Lee Alliance. Ancestral knowledge, Acromas, Vengeance. Natural balance, Mana, Severance. Words of Wisdom torn my script, slipstream eel can test eclipse. Goblin lackey, horn agreed, sandstone needle, need for speed. Metal worker, stalking stones, clone cyclone and throne of bone. Thrand and ammo, ancient tomb, fumor, roll gloom, sacred boon. Burden, force reanimate, greater good invigorate. Careful study, pyroblast, warship boil, smoking stacks. No rod, tinker, winter ore, forbidden lore, forbid absorb. Lay line, lifeline, this howling mind, pre modern hotness, slide of mine. Hey. Modern hotness light of mine. Your ammonism pre-modern up on this table in front of me. Right now. Right now. Pull out your pre-modern tech. We're swinging spells. Swinging some Phyrexian fucking dreadnought. Let's go. Hello and welcome to Eternal Dirtles. I'm your host, Zach Clark, and with me as always, Phil Blackman. Phil, how's it going, man? Yo, are we are we all one? Are we, we one now? It's a big Hasbro thing, actually. I don't know how many of you people know this. Till All Are One is a is a Transformers thing. It's about like getting the AllSpark, which was recently a secret layer, ironically. And then all of the Transformers, like the Decepticons and the Autobots, will become one people. So it's really funny to me that like that is the goal of the the evil guys in Magic the Gathering. There's a there's a really great uh, YouTube toy uh, reviewer guy, Dan Carson, I think his name is, Toy Galaxy. And uh, he often says like, oh, and then this company bought got bought out by Hasbro. Hasbro, until all are one. Until so, all are one, bro. Until all I are remember, one. I remember back in my yesteryears of my college days, infinite ago, back when they did the whole uh, marketing bit where you didn't know if the Frexians were going to win or not. And you got to choose if you wanted to be on the Mirren side or the Frexian side, all would be one. And I remember at, the, at my particular shop, the day that I pre-released, everybody was everybody was Mirren. Everybody was Mirren, except there was one dude. Shout out to the Corey. Guy. I don't know I if he listens, Dude, second. Yeah, dude, there's one guy who is just like <laughs> yelling to everybody, all will be 
one, all will be one. <laughs> and he was so right. He was the he only was, one who he was, was right. not wrong. Let's do the thing here. You know, we always ask everybody to like, comment, subscribe to the to the podcast. And you guys have been doing a great job with that. We just hit 400 subscribers, which is which is just amazing. Thank you everybody who has been commenting and subscribing and liking and sharing around. Our last episode was our biggest episode ever, which is awesome. We want to do another deck tech for you guys because that seems like a thing that people people want to listen to me and Phil drone on about uh about new deck ideas we have uh when a new set comes out. So this seems like a great uh, great thing to do. Anyhow, uh, I say I'll let to say this. We're going to be giving out eight cards this week uh, from the uh, countdown thing. So I'm just going to pull them out right now. We're giving out, looks like uh, 2020, 2021, 2019, 2022, 2009, 2009. I think that might be a really good one. 1996, 2003. That might be the uh, Chrome Ox. And 2010. So uh, we're giving out all those this week. Uh, I'm going to go through all the comments and we're giving those out to everybody who commented not to everybody who commented but we're giving that to to people who commented that get randomly determined off of this and then we're going to do one more i'll add one more for our patreon supporters thank you patreon supporters you guys are keeping us alive that's awesome how sick would it be if one person just won them all because all will be one that'd be impossible but like it would be sick it would be sick <laughs> we're going to be giving out looks like nine cards this week please remember to like comment and subscribe uh, so that you can be included in, in that. That said, let's talk about Atraxa, Phil. Let's talk about Atraxa and, and Tyranna, Tyrannix Rex, but Atraxa particularly. Mm -hmm. Yeah, do you want to, should we hop over to our uh, Mox Fields? Yes, let's let, let's actually hop hop over to our Moxfield list. Sponsor of the cast is Moxfield, uh, one of the all-time greatest uh, deck designing websites. You can see the link below. Uh, we have Force of Phil's Atraxa Natural Order. We have Show Atraxa list. We have a Tyrannix Elves list and we have a uh sort of a brew i made up called atraxa reanimate that is uh that's under construction these other decks are are pretty good though uh they look they look like they're they're uh ready to just hit your local with so we wanted to talk about atraxa we want to talk about when to add her to a deck and specifically uh one of the great things about doing that is we can use moxfield to create these decks very fast and share them with you. You were able to see them. Uh, the last, the Bant Infact deck had over 400 uh, views the last time I checked. So that's pretty amazing. Let's talk about uh, Force of Bill's Natural Order Atraxa deck. Okay, bro. I have something that I'm, I'm going to offer a hot take here for Legacy on the whole. I think Force of Will sucks shit. Force of Will. Force of Will sucks. Not Force of Phil. Force of Will right now is at an all-time low. I would say. I think Force of you can't, Will You need to be outcarding people, and, and Force of Will is the opposite of outcarding people. I think the whole idea that Force of Will is a check on the format is, at this point, nonsense. I think it's bad against Delver. There isn't any critical thing that you're going to two-for-one yourself over that's meaningful. Yep. It's bad against Fast Combo because they're built to beat a Force of Will. It sucks against Initiative because they just have four Cavern of Souls and blank all of your Counterspell's text. Yep. Everything about Force of Will sucks. Nothing about Force of Will is good anymore. The the, the format is way too fast. Did, did this you'll, you'll format games... become like EDH where green is now the best color in the format? I just think that Force of Will is, is hindering more than it's helping. Like the times where you're going to have Force of Will in your deck, where it's going to stop you from getting turn one blitzed because their hand just happens to line up that they can't beat a Force of Will and you happen to draw your Force of Will, cool. I don't think that that's significant over the times where you're going to have double force and they beat it anyway because you don't have enough pressure and they just kill you regardless or you have double force against the deck or against the matchup where you don't want to be two for one in yourself over any one particular thing and so you have to you, you distress your cantrips to try and fix the 
fix those problems or you just go into the late game where you try and cast it for five the thing is that games don't go that long unless you're playing you know like a four color mirror or whatever but even in those situations like force of will isn't good like you want to catch exactly minskin boo and that's it yeah so have we entered a world where force of will is no longer the check on the format because you have all these chalice decks that are checking the format in different ways so like it used to be you need force of will to stop combo decks but now with uh all these decks that are running uh chalice of the void as like just a whatever. So that's stopping Storm from becoming the best deck, I would I would say. I, I, I think it's a variety of different things. Yeah. I think it's a combination of, uh, again, specifically the, the, the fast combo decks, right? The turn one combo decks. Oops. And Reanimator. Modern Horizons 2 just gave them another free pitch discard spell to check your force. Yeah. Right. It has sped those decks up to be more resilient against things that fight over the stack. Similarly... Because the format has sped up so much that if you're playing against a combo deck that's that plays Days a la Doomsday, because the format has sped up, you're going to be in positions more where Days is going to catch your Force of Will. If you're on the play in the dark, if you have a turn one ponder force of will hand and you need that ponder to either find you another land or you need that ponder to find you to set you up with what your deck's trying to do like you're looking to try and establish some kind of particular threat like Uro or something but like the idea that you aren't going to play your ponder trying to get your deck online to hold it up against potentially days because your opponent might be on a days deck and you need to have force of will open on turn one is nonsense that's nonsense. Nobody's ever doing that. You could never do that in the dark because you might just lose you lose the tempo of that mana otherwise if you don't actually get to use it and then you're behind a turn anyway. Furthermore, every single every single card in every single deck is a bomb now. And your you're force not wrong. wills <laughs> your force wills don't have a singular target that's good enough. And if it does have a singular target that's good enough against certain decks, those decks are designed to beat force. Yeah. I think force of will sucks. I have it's a known it. quantity at I this straight point. Up cut it. So I've you say all that to say deck. to say what, Phil? I say all that to say that in this particular list of that I've I've brewed for attracts a natural order, that most natural order lists that are focused on natural ordering would would effectively just be like blue green mid range decks that have natural order as a way to go over the top. This one is it is assuming that you are not going to win against fast combo game one. I think that the the format is in a in a space now. Where you can't hedge. I don't think it's possible to hedge. The The idea that you are going to be good against both fast combo and against the grindy decks is just... You're, I don't think that there's a way to manage both, given how fast the format is. You, you would have to establish your deck being good against both within the first two turn cycles in order to stay alive or have any reasonable chances in those games. And I just don't think that that's where the format is. I think you have to go into a, a, a format... Unless you're playing a very linear combo deck, you have to go into a format assuming that you're going to face a larger percentage of decks that aren't trying to kill you on turn one, where force is bad, where you don't want that anyway. Yeah. So I'm assuming that position with this natural order, this very green heavy natural order attracts a list. I'm content knowing I'm going to go in, I'm going to lose to Reanimator on uh, in the first game outside of, unless I have an, a nut in Endurance and they can somehow lose it, but that's the same thing as the Force War problem. Yep. But post-board, I haven't put in a board yet, but assume that when you look at this post-board, the entire board is going to be dedicated to try and beat in combo. The, the backbone of this deck the, the foundations of this deck is it's a Green Sun Zenith deck and proactively wants to go turn one Mana Dork, turn two, three drop. And your three drops are Grist, Leovold, Endurance, or Uro. And then you are top ending at Natural Order into Atraxa. So you have a bunch of bullets for Green Sun Zenith, but your main game plan every single game is you want to go 
Turn one mana dork between Birds of Paradise, Noble Hierarch, or Green Sun Zenith for Dryad Arbor. Turn two, three drop. And then by turn four, you want to be able to threaten Natural Order or to continue uh, pressing your advantage with like the, the Haymakery three drops. The mana base is also situated. The, the deck is, is light on blue. It's really like a green deck that's splashing white, black, and blue. And the stuff for Atraxa are enchantments. You have Corsair of Crufix and Sylvan Library. For sorceries, you have Green Sun Ponder and Natural Order. For Planeswalkers, you have Grist. There are no battles yet, so we don't know what that is. I have a Shoot Artifacts. I think that just trying out Atraxa first, I only want to play good cards. I yeah. want to start a Traxa where if I'm playing it and I put it into play, every other card in my deck when my deck doesn't actually get that off is just playing mono good cards. Yep. So couldn't find or <laughs> or think of an artifact that was relevant that I wanted into the shell, so I didn't force one. One of the things I asked you earlier today when we were discussing how to how to build these decks was like, is there an artifact that I want to I I want to draw off of a Traxa? Because I thought, oh, uh, you know, reanimate, and you, you know, we were talking about the reanimate uh, strategy here, and you were like, well, what if you could get Portal to Phyrexia into play? That's like a whole other hoop to jump through because then I have to like play trash for treasure or something to like get an artifact into play get that artifact into play it's it, it just wasn't working but grist being like you know another card type is good I threw a wire might into the main board as like a two of for the deck that I was building because I was like well that's a creature and I can grab it off of that and then like maybe there's a situation where I want you know to stop uh moat or something i don't know you know some way that they're stopping me from winning the game in snaring bridge so so i thought that would be that would be an interesting thing i like grist grist specifically because grist has that sacrifice ability that can well, also grist is also of, just a green sun target yeah it's a green sun target so let's look at the attracts reanimator deck that i put together here i also want to put on the radar because i i, I know that we talked about natural order particularly with Atraxa because it's green and also with the new uh, tyrannics uh, yeah. toxic card one thing that's also an interesting place to look at for an attraction list in seven is i remember there there a little while ago i want to say like a couple months ago uh there was a pioneer deck that was playing hooting mandrels and tasker with neoform to convert a large fatty i think that there maybe there's also a space where mm -hmm. neoform could play the role of a tutor as well with other with those kinds of good cards that also sort of cheat on mana to be able to put into an Atraxa on the cheap as well. If you don't want to have to only play green creatures for natural order, that th there is Neoform that cares about having other creatures to be able to convert as well. So, yeah. so Neoform that, that, is basically just like a one-time activation of a birthing pod, right? Neoform, yeah, it's blue-green sorcery, you sacrifice a creature, and then you tutor your deck for a creature with a CMC that's equal plus one. Yeah. So you sacrifice exactly a six equal drop plus one. Get, yeah. Yeah. So you can set you sacrifice a six drop and then you can get Atraxa on seven. The difference though is that Neoform doesn't care what color the creature is. It yeah. just cares about its CMC. Uh, yeah. If we're in a situation you know, where we wanted to do that uh, and we didn't care about the green creatures in Atraxa, we do obviously. With with Atraxa for natural order, it needs to be green. So yeah. Atraxa being green is relevant there. But yeah. Atraxa also being another huge fatty that you can put into play that just recoups a ton of value. Neoform is also a sack outlet. So there's there, there's potential space there that we didn't get into but yeah. uh it's not just natural order as a means to do it you can also look at other spaces for neoform all right so if we go to uh the reanimator list this is the list that i built myself the other lists are sort of amalgamations of, of lists that i found and then changed a little bit but this one is the list i built myself i'm also doing the uh planeswalker thing i've got liliana the veil liliana last hope and two grist specifically because you might want to get rid of cards in your hand in, in the reanimate strategy. So like having Liliana the Veil and being able to like pitch something and then reanimating it is fine. I'm playing the like Nick Fit style deck with Veteran Explorer. 
I'm obviously going to play, be playing Cabal Therapy. Natural Order works obviously well with Veteran Explorer, but like you're kind of already winning at that point. My mana base is a little funky here too, but like it does what it does. I couldn't think of a great how to get creatures into my graveyard spell in green and black specifically, aside from like Entomb. Uh, and I guess Entomb would be fine, but I try, I'm trying Grizzly Salvage here. And once upon a time to like get the land or, or creature into your hand, if you're like just looking for v some value, specifically if you're looking for Veteran Explorer to like get that into play on the first turn. You know what you're making me think? So, I mean, this is an interesting space because Atraxa is a seven drop as opposed to Grizzlebrand, which is an eight drop. Uh, but going, down the the, yeah, and going, going down the Veteran Explorer space, if you wanted to, if, if you maxed out on Atraxa with veteran explorer as a way to sacrifice it culling the week is pretty hot and if i if you go if you turn two if you go turn one veteran explorer turn two if you have an attraction in hand you can culling the week the veteran explorer which will yep. make four black get two lands which are the other colors that you're missing and then cast the traxa okay i mean yeah that would be another way to get that to get that together my biggest issue with this deck was like trying to make sure that when i hit attraxa i got some some kind of value off of it and also protecting the attraxa so I'm not playing Force of Will in my basically gr black and green deck, but I am playing Not of This World, which is yeah, kind of Yeah, Not of This World is super hot. Not of This World is a great way to protect protect your fatty once they come into play. D just to give you a heads up, Not of This World reads seven mana, colorless, uh, tribal instant Eldrazi. And it says, uh, counter target spell or ability that targets a permanent you control. Not of This World costs seven less to cast if it targets a spell or ability that targets a... Creature you control with power seven or greater. Uh, Atraxa can pull this as the tribal card off of its thing, which is super cute. Exactly. Like yeah, that, yeah. That, 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 is, that is really dope. I, I would presume that when you actually like play this deck out, that you're going to have a lot of times where not of this world rots in your hand because you're, you don't have a creature yeah. in play yet. But I think that that's like the first step, right? I think you, 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 well, it's like, once it's you... like force of will, right? Like force of will rots in your hand unless you need it. What's the, I'm... what's the line from, uh, from, uh, Tommy Boy, where it's like, it's like a, a guarantee fairy comes in, you know, like, yeah, I'm, I'm not dunking on the not of this world at all. I love yeah. it. I think it's awesome. I, I think that the, because the not of this world as a four of is only going to be a relevant card once you have already done the thing. Yeah. That your deck will need a higher density of the thing in order for not of this world to actually convert. Yeah. I, I think not of this world with Atraxa is a super cool idea, particularly because it's a tribal that you would actually want to flip over that has relevant text. Yeah. And if you if you get of... this off Atraxa and it, it resolves, you're good. You're probably going to win. Being able to stop the main thing you want to be stopping in this deck in particular is Swords to Plowshares, right? So if your opponent is tapped out and then you do this thing, right? And they untap and sword and want to sword you, but you have, you already showed them not of this world too. Like, so they know they can't even cast it. A, a little a little hoop situation. Now, like if your opponent kills your Atraxa, uh, this is a reanimator deck. So you have reanimate, you have animate dead, which is an enchantment that gets Atraxa. So if your opponent does get rid of the Atraxa, you can still get it back. And not to mention, like, I'm playing a one of Grizzlebrand this deck just because, like, hey, why not? And then I'm also playing Tyrannix Rex because sometimes, like, Tyrannix Rex, so, like, when we talk about Atraxa, people say that's a three-turn clock because it's seven, 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 right? Technically a four-turn clock because you have to wait to attack, right? Now, we have Tyrannix Rex, which is a three-turn clock as well, but it has haste. So if it's hitting your opponent, giving them four counters, hitting your opponent, giving them four counters, hitting your opponent, that's actually a three-turn clock as opposed to a, the grit, like Grizzlebrand has to wait a turn to attack. Same thing with the Traxa. They have to wait a turn to attack. 
With Tyranix Rex, you're basically skipping a turn on that. So, like, if you're trying to tempo your opponent out because you think, like, hey, he might have it or, like, mana could be a thing for him and he might get and he might get me with a wrath or something that's the way that like this sort of this deck has the ability to sort of time walk the win a little bit the notion i would think is you are going to present any of the threats that you present are presumed to be lethal that's the idea you want it to be lethal but this so the thing that i like about this is that it gives you one if your opponent is playing some ultimate life gain deck you can get them with poison counters fine but this is it's an 8 8 so it's huge already so it can actually swing through your opponent's grizzle brand the life gain doesn't matter that their grizzle brands getting getting for them and you're just gonna be be like one turn faster which is often enough to win the game. This is making me also think of, do you remember the card Soul Flare? Solar Flare? Soul Flare. Soul Flare. Soul Flare. Flare. I, I do Soul remember Flare. Soul Flare. Yeah, yeah, Soul Flare. I don't think Soul, Soul Flare gains Toxic, though. No, it doesn't gain Toxic. That'd be sick. I, I, it's a six-mana Delph uh, four four cost six yeah. total two black Sorry, dyslexia and it says if a creature with flying is exiled with soul fires delve ability it has flying and the same is true for first strike double strike death touch haste hexproof indestructible lifelink reach trample and vigilance so it just cares about keywords it just wants a yeah. bunch of keywords and man Ward has a bunch and toxic of keywords. would be sick attraxis sure does have a bunch of keywords she does have a ton uh, of keywords thinking because we were talking about neoform before i mean i brought up neoform before but neoform soul flare is a six drop which means that you can neoform into Atraxa on the cheat because you can delve it down for two mana. But then on the flip side, it, it's, it would be good on both the front half and the back half because it comes down. It would just be a 4-4 four, four with all of those abilities. Phil, I now, think, I don't know if I that's strong enough for two I think you just built a mana, Pioneer but... deck, Phil. Oh, is that what I did? Is that <laughs> I just... think you just built a Pioneer deck. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, I mean, fire design. Pioneer decks are now legacy decks. You know, like yeah, was, yeah. That's pre- it's pre- it's pretty close. <laughs> I like the idea of veteran explorer, and I want to see if there's a way that we can navigate uh, veteran explorer into converting attractions. Because uh, I like the idea of both. It's a natural order deck, and it's a green Zenzina deck, and it's a veteran explorer deck. And then it also because the veteran explorer deck means that maybe attractions also more easily castable, castable at seven yeah so like even though, even I though it's crazy i didn't but include like, those it, i didn't include those lands in the deck because i'm not like positive about the mana base but like that just means you know you have to like cut a like i'm playing like calony garden as like a green creature that like you can get and i'm playing two dryad arbors maybe i only need one dryad arbor you know oh, like I, I i this is this is suggestive because it's not like grizzle brand where four black pips i think is way harder to generate than yeah. one of each non-red color oh yeah i think attraction is especially is, in a format with all the fixing you know with all the fixing i i, I think attracts is infinitely easier to cast than grizzle brand yeah and it, in a deck that's not just trying to go you know 12 rituals or whatever and because of that i think that maybe there's a space particularly with veteran explorer and then a bunch of ways to cheat creatures out of your deck that being able to hard cast attracts that might be a, a, a legitimate mid to late game and the others uh, because there's also what's the other El Drazi, it's one green green and it just it, it is like a mini natural order oh uh yes i know the card you're talking about Eldrazi evolution eldritch evolution yeah yeah eldritch evolution that lets you search up a creature with two plus i believe right let me look this up yeah it's it's two or two more than the uh creature you sacked so are there any are there, there any, any reasonable, reasonable five, five drops? drops because if you're already playing if you're already in this nick fit space where you're gonna be working with veteran explorer i mean if you if you play anything in sack veteran explorer you're going to be very close to casting a five drop anyway and if yeah. you can just start chaining that's actually pretty good and then eldritch evolution is also a means to sacrifice your veteran veteran explorer i get that it's three mana and that's not ideal but it is an additional sack outlet in your deck yeah. that can convert your uh 
uh, veteran explorer into anything else. One of the also really sick things about uh, about this deck is the the pure just like synergy of Grist in the deck to begin with. Just just as like a, whoop, I'm gonna put I'm gonna put Grist in the deck. I can get it with Green Suns. I can get it with Natural Order if I need to. Probably won't need to. If but anything, I think it's I, I think you should get rid of the Lilianas and max out Grist. Yeah, I, I, I'm 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 going towards that now because initially I was like four Grizzlebrand, four Atraxa, and I've been messing around with the numbers. Now I'm just like one Grizzlebrand because like why not? A Miser's Grizzlebrand is fine. You know when you reanimate, why not? But the uh, the thing about Grist also with Veteran Explorer is for zero mana, actually plus two mana, you get to sacrifice your Veteran Explorer, kill one of their creatures, and go uh, get two land. Probably going for uh, a natural order there. I, I don't know, man. I just like I just like like untapping with full mana, getting like two more mana. Being able to like cast cast another veteran explorer and then sacking that and like basically having all the all the land out at that point, you know, like I don't I know, man. I, I really I really think that the the like grist veteran explorer shell is like really tight. I, I really like where that where that is. And it feels it feels very neat. What one thing that you and I have uh we both found independently of each other is recognizing that grist producing green creatures for natural order is meaningful. Yeah. Oh yeah. So that 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 matters a ton. Like, like you bring it, it you bring like... in Grist on one turn and you're like, cool, I'll make an insect, I'll untap, I'll sacrifice my veteran explorer, get two more lands. Here we go. Now we're gonna natural order into Atraxa. Good night. Yeah. Being it, it just incidentally producing green creatures matters a ton because if your opponent knows that you're on natural order and just tries to keep you off of green creatures, particularly in this deck where you only have veteran explorer to sack to your natural order, upping the the count on Grist can just give you enough yeah. density of green creatures to sack to natural order because right now you're fairly light. And that's why we're playing County Garden and we're playing uh, Dryad Arbor as well with the with the uh, Green Sun Zenus too, so that like we have. We actually have what one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Basically, one drops for for creatures that we can sack. Yeah, I mean, being able to go end step, crack your fetch, find a dryad arbor, untap, sack it to uh, to natural order is a classic line, and it'll come up a bunch. And I, I just think that like. I, the the Liliana and the both Lilianas in your deck, I think, are just way too slow for what your deck is trying to do. Yeah. I think if and if you're if you're tapping out for any amount of mana at that point in the game, the game should either end or your Green Sun's in anything to set up for your to kill on the following turn. Both these cards, I feel like, want the game to go excessively long, and your deck is the, like anything that's trying to cheat out fatties into play is just not trying to go long. Yeah, I think the the other thing with this deck. So right now there are two Grizzly Salvages in there. They just need to be in tombs. I would call this the backbone of this deck. Like the found, it's foundationally Green Sun's in it. And then in natural order, like you are just a tutor package for your stuff. Yeah. Everything else to me feels incidental, but bridge, bridging the gap feels like it's grist. I feel like grist yeah. is the thing that's actually bridging you from your early to, to late game while also just being an, in an inherently powerful card. And that's something that the, where the format's at now, uh, off my rant that forcible sucks. If you're brewing, I don't think you can play any cards that aren't good on their own unless the game ends immediately when you have them. So like think of Cephalid Breakfast, right? That deck yeah. is all good cards, except for specifically the combo pieces, which are bad. But when you assemble the combo pieces, the game ends immediately. It's, it's like if you have any one card that doesn't contribute to the game ending immediately, it has to be a good card and it's on its own. It has to be able to stand alone as a good card. So let's talk yeah. about the Tyrannix Elves deck. So I found this Elves deck on uh, playing Natural Order, Natural Order Elves deck that's, that was on uh, Goldfish. Uh, poured it over to Moxfield, and I, I looked at it and I said, "What about like why do we want to play Progenitus? Do we need to play Progenitus anymore, or can we play Atraxa, or can we play Tyrannix Rex? Because the whole idea here is just like 
Here's something that you can't beat that kills you fast. Like I was saying before with the, the clock situation, because summoning sickness exists, a progenitus is really a three-turn clock. It's here's a 10-10, next turn take 10, next turn take 10, right? That is the same amount of clock that Tyrannus Rex is. Is there a benefit to, to one over the other? I, I think I think Tyrannus Rex is castable in this deck. Yeah, I, th I think the trade-off is that seven, seven mana, all of which is green, is actually castable for elves. Like that is not a thing that's yeah. difficult. They cast their crater hoofs all the time. They cast green suns for a crater hoof all the time. The difference is if the game goes long, that ward four is technically beatable. Progenitus yes. is never yes. going to get tagged. Ward four is beatable. But the I, I do think that Tyrannic Rex is worth the nod to try out over Progenitus in mm -hmm. that slot because the clock is effectively the same and they can't play any amount of life gain to get themselves out of getting hit with Toxic. Yeah. And then it's also possible that eight damage is just enough anyway by the time you're swinging that it's a two-turn clock anyway it hits for it, it deals 16 in the same amount of time that progen would deal 10 assuming that it's not being blocked now the, it, this has trample so that's meaningful but it's worth the space of testing there's I also think that, a non-zero number of times especially in the elf deck right you I think this is what you're getting at is your opponent's at less than 16 when you cast it right so you don't yeah, have to attacking. swing a third time that's a two-turn clock like you're just like i get it hit you for eight sure you get four four poison that doesn't matter because now you're at like six or seven or eight and i'll untap and i'm swinging in with my whole team you know yeah i think that just the the value of being able to cast it just actually hard cast it for seven mana and it can't be countered so you know it's sticking yeah that's really that's where i think the that this could actually have the whole thing is like if this, is, this this is a card that doesn't get stuck in your hand yeah, the number like, of times i've played against elves and they're like I had my progenitus in my hand the whole time. And I'm and like, it sucks. yeah, you can't put sorry. it back. <laughs> you know, like you don't have brainstorm. I, I, this is a world where th this might be the thing that helps fix that. I, I, I nothing is going to replace Crater Hoof. When Crater Hoof hits the table, the no, game no, 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 so that's on. sticking. But I do think that that is that, that Tyrannic Rex actually is a reasonable yeah. upgrade over Progen. We'll have to see for testing for that, though. Yeah. That's and the, I took the, out the, this particular list had four Fiend Artisan. I took out one Fiend Artisan and I put in a Traxa because I think I, I I don't think Fiend Artisan by any by any step of the imagination is bad in elves. But I think out of all these cards, if I wanted to remove like one card, it would be that one. Yeah, you know, I actually think a Traxa of of the list that we uh, have discussed, I actually think a Traxa is at its weakest here yeah even though I it agree. is a flying lifelink threat i think it's not doing anything that the deck otherwise wasn't already good at the lifelink you're never is, is the thing is the thing that makes makes her the game's gonna end though here. like if you're if you're yeah. putting a fatty and play the game should end and you're only yeah. ever gonna pick up three different card or four different card types assuming that you know you you're yeah you're this is this is specifically just to be like and i've got a lifelink creature in play sorry burn deck you can't attack into me you you just beat the burn deck before you before you get there right yeah. like i think you you would be able to or, race with a tyrannix you know, rex delver or whatever um, delver puts you to like three or four you know and they're like trying to like figure out that last yeah. thing if you can just these play this all, and get like out of that zone these are all matchups where i think you just uh, you, you beat them before that yeah. that those become relevant play it, it's it's not a bad idea I, th I think that the real winner here for elves if yeah. they want to maybe do, we play two tyrannus rex and no and no and no atraxa i'd like to give a shout out to the person who made this deck phil look at the next deck and i'm going to figure out who made this deck because I don't want to not give uh, give that credit. That was uh, something I I uh, didn't want to didn't want to end up screwing up. Am I looking at the show and tell? 
the uh, show and tell list. yes yeah show and tell to to put in omniscience to then play a traxa to dig for you know a, a nice little dig through time impression uh to, to continuously combo out to find because one cool thing about a traxa when you have infinite mana is it can find copies of itself to just keep digging to find whatever else you actually want granted when you show and tell you should auto win anyway but it actually is kind of cool to be able to go show and tell and natural order both to be able to put in a Traxa. Uh, but show and tell, putting in omniscience, playing a Traxa, flipping over 10 cards, finding exactly what you want. If you miss, you just pick up the other Traxa, go again until you find Emrakul to time walk and then kill the opponent. It's actually pretty hot. And it's nice that you can be in both blue and green. You, you can be in both blue and green without having to play Eureka because you get to convert your natural order. And the benefit of being of doing so is you get Elvish Spirit Guide, which you're already in the space of anyway, which is a green creature if you need to sack it to natural order in those positions. But it's otherwise just a Lotus Petal, which is great. But then you also get to play turn one Noble Hierarch. Your opponent's not going to know what necessarily what you're doing. And then you can play your second land, turn to show and tell through a daze if you have Elvish Spirit Guide and convert, which is really hot. So there, there's a lot of uh, action going on here. I Anytime I see the show and tell decks, because I saw that this was a thing for the Eureka show and tell decks too, where they would play Uro as a, a way to like grind a little bit harder. And I always feel like it, it's th those type of things that now I don't have enough experience, so I don't know how good it is, but it always feels like that's at odds with what the rest of the deck is doing. I get that it offers you a, a, a better means to grind, but I feel like there's, I, I feel like that is the type of thing that is slowing you down. Like I would, start this deck now not saying that this isn't where the deck would ultimately end up the, the the place that i would start is optimizing what the powerful part of this deck is which is show and tell and uh natural order those are your big plays that's where the deck's power level is that's the legacy power level thing to do and i think maximizing that which would mean that i would want to max out my elvis spirit guides because it both feeds up being able to get your natural order and your show and tells off and then it's also a green creature for your natural order you can play the elvis spirit guide and it's not just a naked tutu if you have to play it to defend yourself but then you're not dead. You actually can make the choice of whether or not you want to untap and maybe your natural order converts a kill. That's meaningful interaction. If you need to get your blue count up, there are ways to do it uh, without having to dip into a, a, a card that is looking to go past turn three. I think your, your deck should assume that the game ends by turn three in your favor. Uh, yeah. And I would lean towards optimizing that. So I would, you know, I would remove, remove the endurance from the main. I would move remove the arrows from the main. I like Green Sun Zenith if uh, we're playing a Dryad Arbor as, an, as a more, means for more acceleration. But otherwise I would be I would be all in on trying to convert a show and tell or a natural order and disregarding anything that would happen beyond turn four. Quick update that deck was by Testacular, uh, I believe, on uh, Moto. Uh, but Testacular, is, hell yeah. Uh, yeah, Testacular. So uh, shout out to, shout out to uh, that that brewer because it's just, it's just an elf deck. But like, I did pull this from somewhere. So I didn't want to be like, yeah, I made up this elves deck with stuff in it, you know? But yeah, so uh, shout, out to, shout out to Testacular on the uh, the elves deck that we uh, converted there. This is a, an example that I should clarify from my rant about Force of Will earlier. Force of Will, in my opinion, sucks in fair decks. Yes, if you're not, agreed. I, I, that, that, that is where I, should, I, I, I didn't say that specifically. Force of Will is still great in combo decks because you're protecting a kill. That's yeah. different from trying to survive. Uh, I, I, I think that if you're trying to use force of will as a means to stop your opponent, the format is way too powerful. It's way too condensed uh, down the curve. It's way too fast. I think force of will sucks at, at doing that because all the decks are prepared to beat it. But if you're looking to protect a combo kill, then I think it's good because you're doing the proactive thing. Your force of will needs to stop the thing trying to stop you, not stop everything. Yeah. So force of will in a deck like this, that that is kosher. That's that that still feels powerful. That's to what me. that's what we're and, here for. That is the uh, the and, not of this and, world of this deck. And luckily, uh, Atraxa being a fatty 
that is also blue, which it means it's soft to pyroblast, but at that point you should probably have converted. If you put, if you got to cheat it into play, then it will already convert a bunch of clay. It being pitchable means that multiples are not necessarily dead, and that's important. Yeah. Not to mention, like, it might be soft to pyroblast, but so is show and tell. So if they already got your show and tell, you know, like... Oh, oh yeah, no, that's, I mean, I'm saying that, like, you're, you're this is a deck that can put it into play off natural order. So you can play around yeah, yeah. a pyroblast, put it into play. You're still going to convert a ton of cards, even if they blast it with the ETB on the stack. Yeah, so I think I think that's a good, like, what this card can do, especially, like, like I said, these two are, the, these two cards to me are the legacy power level cards of this set, is attracts to the Grand Unifier as, like, a fatty... Tyrannus Rex as a fatty. You know, we talked last week about some of the other great legacy cards like uh, Skrelv's Hive and Skrelv and... Uh, Inveterated and, Rot, and Inveterated Inveterated Rot, Rot Priest. Priest. This set has a lot of really great cards that are like just poised to like really upend the format a little bit and, and you know, make it a little bit more fun to see to see uh, what's going on with your opponent across the board from you. I think but, that just one more one more nod on this deck. I, I, I think that Atraxa being able to level up decks in this space is, is interesting because the show and tell decks have sort of fallen off the map. Still will not support show and tell. You're not going to make me do it. You're not going to make <laughs> me be like, oh, we need show and tell back in the format. We definitely don't. But this deck looks a lot, a lot cleaner than a bunch of the show the sneak and show lists that have to play a ton of fatties that only ever do anything when they are put in play now that's still important like it means that when you convert them it's similar to the cephalid breakfast talk before where it's a combo piece that when it actually connects with the other combo piece the game ends immediately but this deck only needing to play one Emrakul and then otherwise getting to play four tracks and four omniscience as a means to put into play off of your show and tell and all of which are blue which means that you can turn on force of will and force of negation like having other utility outside of just being a combo piece it feels like cleaner deck building and a, a nice evolution for the style of deck yeah i agree don't forget to uh like comment and subscribe to the to the channel here we're on our we're on our rush to uh 500 we just hit 400 so now we're on a rush to 500 uh, i will give away a bunch more stuff when we hit 500 if you uh want to help support the cast uh you can always go to uh patreon.com slash eternal dirtles and subscribe there uh to you know be uh become one of our patrons uh we just got a couple the other day i really appreciate you guys i don't want to uh shout out anybody's name I'm trying not to dox people anymore so that's why we're not like t i'm not telling you the names of the people uh, but people are starting to get stuff, which is which is really cool. One more shout out to Moxfield, Moxfield.com, do it. And uh, I think that's it for us this week, man. I was going to say for uh, anybody else who has new brews with all will be one yeah. cards. Yeah, yeah, uh, I want to see them. Yeah, join us on, on Discord. Send your Moxfield decks to us on Discord. Yes. And next time we do a deck tech, if we see any lists that we think are particularly inspired or doing something that is attacking the format in a unique way that we haven't seen, uh, we might just pull it in, onto an episode and discuss it. So yeah, uh, if definitely. you share it with us, assu assume that we will have seen it and then may or may not eventually just do a deck tech episode on it and then decks in similar space and, and really flesh something out. Yeah, Phil and I are both very active on the Discord. Uh, I make sure to respond to every single comment that uh, that you guys send. So uh, please, hook it up. That's it for us this week. Have a good one, Phil. I'll catch you next week. Hey, yo, what up? It's Wilson Phillip on the track, you know. Sometimes when people be casting spells, you just gotta tell them like it is. Tapping all your mana cause you're casting a spell Double checking on your covers making sure they look swell But then your senses sniff some dangerous familiar smell I tap my pair of islands and then I flash my counter spell I said eight cast affinity more like a force of wills I got the blue cost of pitch and the instinct to kill Try to melt out my board while I'm clearing my throat And I'll counter your
simultaneously say nope. Try to flip your deal, but trigger stays on the stack. Predicting away your card. I'm a fortune teller who's cracked. Packing all this kind of magic. Yeah, you can call me the goat. Blast on traps on reds back up while I am straight telling you no. Nope. Be treating the angels what it do for some fill. My force of negation encapsulating all the haters who waiting as I bait them to play around daisies, but they miscalculating. Cause while they straying, I'm staying to prey on a man. I tell them no. A straight up tell them no. Oh, wait one second. No. Straight up tell them no. Cast whatever spell you want, I'll hit it with four. Triple Mystic Sanctuary lays you down in the morgue. Looping cards out of the yard, absorb your salt, ignite some spark. Draw your cards, go for broke, try to combo, I'll tell you no. Getting frisky with your mana, but in response, I'll make a stamina. And when you say that I got lucky, in response, your deck is clunky. Suck this up, but that's what you do. Confirm suspicions, get a clue. Veil of Summer, that's so cute. Swans are singing, flock of tutus. Loading up the stack like we was making some nachos. Fluster storms are coming, best be grabbing your poncho. If you try to come at me and then you acting all macho, I'ma slip through space up, keep your face and lick my lips and tell you straight, no, no, no. Straight up tell you no, no. Uh, wait one second, no, no, no. I straight up tell you, no, no, no. Straight up tell you, no, no, no. Uh, wait one second, no, no, no. I'm just saying, if they be casting up tell you, no, no, no. You gotta tell them like it is, no, no, no. They ain't resolving no spells. Uh, wait one second, no, no. I straight up terminus the shit out of your board. I straight up tell you, terminus the shit out your award. Oh, no, no, don't be coming at me casting spells. 